I hate Vista. I don't have a bottle. Where is the volume? You. I have a Coke can. Audio console. Okay. Hello and welcome to the 128 of the Trygames.net podcast. We're here to talk about coffee. Um, I'm your host, uh, Mr. Chupon, also known as Austin on the site. Actually, it's the reverse of that. Um, I'm here with uh, my fellow coffee talkers. Uh, we've got Al, Al Wiener. Yeah, I just love me some toasted almond. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Pete Wiener. I can't top that. We've got Slug Cena. I've got Mocha. And we're, oh, he's got mocha today. That's very good. All right, we're going to talk about coffee. No, uh, this is episode 128. It's a, eight, yeah, 128. Yes, eight. I hate, like, crate. <laughs> Dr. Crate. It's Saturday, April 11th. Uh, happy birthday to my friends who birthdayed are on the 11th, even though I'm not going to be able to make it because I have to warm a house. And happy uh, birthday to people who aren't my friends. Yeah. The- uh, and uh, we have uh, some mail for us. But actually, uh, since... Uh, we didn't get trilobite from, uh, Pete before this episode. Well, we might get one before it goes up, I'm assuming. But, uh, so, so we'll go with Al. What have you been playing? <laughs> Real quick. Xenogears mm, at work, a little bit. Uh, I think I played 15 minutes of Untold Legends. You think? Uh-huh. I think. You're not sure if you played uh, some, it? Somewhere in the, in the depths of, like, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. I, I turned it on. Um. That game is amazing. Yeah, right. Anyway, um... Something big, dark, and scary is coming my way! <laughs> I've been playing God Hand. Uh, nice. I played this morning. I'm trying to get through stage six, and... This is so... St- oh, for God. <laughs> spank, um, spank, 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 spanky, spank. Spankity, spank. Not, I don't even... Well, alright. Remember I was talking about, like, game moments in this game? Oh! There was this one thing. I had to save these guys who were slaves, and they were turning a wheel... And he's, this lady was like whipping them or whatever, and so I beat everybody in the level, and I saved the guys. So the guys jump off the wheel, and they <clears throat> they all present me with a uh, treasure treasure chest. Oh! But the last guy, after he gives me the treasure chest, he turns around and bends over, <laughs> and I'm like, "What? Just what do you want me to then, do with that? That's all you do. Just you just put it, it in." And then, and then he like turns back around, get, waves, and runs away. Get some yogurt, the guys. <laughs> maybe a little bit of a, a WD forty, and mix it up no. with, the, with the paint. And then <laughs> maybe if you, no. you get the you know, garden hose is usually the what? Huh? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So um, yeah, that and uh, I I actually, if anybody knows the Konami slash Ultra game uh, Gyrus, uh, I was working because I'm thinking about trying to play a couple of things, trying to you know, get some video game tunes on guitar okay. when I f- actually find time to actually play it. But before I actually play it, I have to write it out. So I was using <clears throat> the DS-10 to kind of write out a little bit of the uh, Garrus theme song. Does it have a, nice. uh, does it have a like, uh, a guitar tab view? Mm, no, or, it's all piano oh, Okay, but you, but you still can tell. Okay. Yeah, I can tell what the notes are. I mean, I already, like, just basically from what I was doing, because... I had sent Austin uh, this part, which was like a fast kind of like, uh, well, it was a fast part. And I'll cut it in now! Bing! Yeah, right. So um, I <laughs> I had slowed it down 
to figure out what the notes were. And then I was like, oh, so that's what they are on the piano. And then I can probably transfer that to playing it on the guitar really easily. Um, I didn't play anything else. I have next to me Armored Core for answer. So for answer! Uh, okay. From my, my software. From software. From yeah. software. What, what software? From software. What software? Okay. And then, um, I was going to say, Pete actually confirmed that his uh, trilobite is up on the server, so it should be up before this episode. So, move on to Slunks. What have you been playing? Oh, my God. Danger! That's it. Oh, my God. Move Just, on. oh, my God? Yeah. <laughs> um, Street Fighter 4. Uh, still playing some of that with friend who's trying to get really good at Goken, and then he just gets frustrated sometimes. Goken! Um, uh, the PC version of Braid came out last night. It was actually delayed one more day, uh, just for background. Braid was pretty much originally supposed to come out on the PC, uh, and it finally just released last night. It was supposed to be April 10th, or it was supposed to be before April 10th, and then it was April 10th, and then it was tomorrow, and um, yeah. So, yeah, wait, it I, is out. I beat it. Uh, stayed up till three a.m. in the morning, which I'm surprised I did that because I was running on four hours of sleep. Jonathan, blowjob. Yeah, and that, so sons, I, I'm gonna need your help. Yeah, on figuring out the first level. <laughs> don't, don't say it on. Don't no spoilers because I'm probably gonna get that. Um, yeah. is it like as good as everybody says it is? Um, I've already played the 360 version. Um, just for <laughs> out of context, uh. I own a braid canvas in my room. So, so it is that good. That means it's that good. It's it's a really... Oh, no! Phone! All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hang up on him! Hang up on him! It, it's, it's one of... Uh, in my... Uh, I don't know. In my life of video gaming... Uh, it, it's, <laughs> all 12 years. Yes, all, all seven years of it. Um, it's, it's probably one of the most important games I've ever played. Mm. Ooh. So, yeah, it's... It's something you have to definitely sit back and, and relax and, and just play it without, like, trying not to get frustrated over puzzles because, man, once you solve them, it is incredibly, like, you just get this feeling of accomplishment like no other game. And then... Very true. There is... And, you know, I can't say much about the game because it's, you know, it would be spoiling it, but there is much, much more than what meets the eye. It's emo. Something like that. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I kind of know some stuff just from, like, other podcasts and video shows and stuff online, okay. kind of spoiling things, but uh, I definitely want to play it anyway, because I hear it's just something that needs to be played, so, and as you can, are confirming that, I will probably buy it on Steam. <laughs> yeah, How much is it on, yeah, I forgot that it came out already on Steam. How much is bucks. it? Um, just, um, <clears throat> I pl- while I played it last night, um, there was only one problem I had, which was the screen was a little bit weird. Um, but I just adjusted that in the settings. Like it didn't. Um, it didn't. It wasn't like a. It was like a weird resolution. But I guess it, it's because it kind of has to be because Braid is really all just one big canvas in a way, like the game itself. So like trying to put that on the screen is kind of hard. I don't know how they did it on the 360 and couldn't do it on the PC. But it kind of nicks off the left side a little bit, so you have to adjust it. Or at least in my case, um, supposedly hmm. it varies from different graphics cards and such, but. Um, mm. I checked the braid forums and it's a couple of people complaining about heavy, heavy, uh, well, not heavy, but more than what people think it should be, uh, system requirements. Um, and I totally know why, and it's because every freaking sprite in braid is animated. Every single one. There's no stale sprite whatsoever. And, mm. um, on top of that, you have every 
thing that's happening in the level, I'm sure, like, the coding is just flipping, like, just flipping the fuck out in the yeah, background it, because it has they probably to, ha- Yeah, for the time travel part. Time travel, yeah. yeah. Like, not only your tri- time travel, but also the world's time travel mechanic. So, yeah, I mean, I understand why. It's just, Superman! Yeah, um... With that time rewinding potion that I'd never say, run out. I'd say you need to at least be able to run Left 4 Dead, like, on a medium-level setting. Oh, how? Ooh. I might not well, be able to. I, I don't like I don't like games that give me that time rewinding potion that always run out. I don't get it. <laughs> um, Soldier boy. I, I think there, I think there's a PC demo. Uh, I'm I'm sure there is. So try that first. Okay. Yeah. Is there any major differences? Like, a, are there any additions to the PC uh, version? That's that the that's what I was. Um, that's actually why I bought it again. Um, just to see if there was. Um, there's also, um, which I actually can spoil this because it's nothing big um at the end of the game there's just this cloud in the sky and it's it's been dubbed the uh epilogue cloud and everybody in the freaking world is trying to figure out what this cloud is for but it doesn't do anything and i was somehow hoping that uh dlc yeah no 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 (laughs) blow wouldn't do that but um free lc maybe (laughs) (laughs) microsoft wouldn't do that um everybody but they would but that's a quick go register the domain name freelc.com. <laughs> but no, there's no differences. There's no world creator or anything like that. Which uh, a game like this, uh, you might think that it, there should be, but they're kind of in a way. It's not really what the game's about. Um, it's not about you know creating your levels and, and I mean, who has fun playing video games? Um, and certainly not me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's all a test of patience. Yeah. Um, but. There's no differences. There's actually no leaderboards on the PC version, so it's actually one thing uh, out. But um, that's it. So I don't want to turn this into let's talk about Breakthrough more. So. Pete wanted to say something about what he was playing. Oh, yeah, so I'm totally playing this new game. It's called Planet of Fight Making. What? <laughs> what? What's that? Keep talking. I'm going to look this up. It's this really awesome game where, um, I mean, it's it's one of those, uh, like, uh, like, massively multiplayer online games where uh, it's very high fantasy, but it has a really, really good visual aesthetic, and alright, I'm done with this joke. It's World of Warcraft, dumbass. I was oh gonna say, God. I was gonna say, because I, I, was, I, was, I was waiting for you to stop, because I'm like, this does not come up anywhere. You are wrong. <laughs> Hyperbole! <laughs> um, what have I, you been doing in WoW? <laughs> Oh, I saved my WoW stories for my Trilobites because they're yeah. really boring. <laughs> I, w- I went to the cat and then I gave the cat a leaf and then I hid and was invisible and the cat respawned again and I took oh. my leaf back oh, and hey, then I, I gave it to my girlfriend and then people... my girlfriend gave me the leaf back and then Hyperbole. <laughs> I do recommend people listen to my Trilobite, especially this week because I have played something new that I do talk about that's not WoW and Pokemon. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Pokemon. And actually, I, I just remembered I, I forgot one game and that would be uh, I, I randomly started... Uh, Warhammer Online again because I've had my account active because I really, I really, really do support the game. It's a fabulous. Account, You've been so. paying for an account you haven't been using. Yeah, because I, I really, really like uh, Mythic. They are an awesome development company, so I didn't really mind that it was kind of just running. Uh, that and I checked in every now and then and seen, you know, saw what was going on in the game. And they've made some changes within the last two months, way for the better. And the game was already as great as it was. So yeah, the game is is freaking amazing still. So. I threw some time into that. I hate, I hate not being able to play it because of college and stuff. So, but yeah, I, I played some of that. So. 
Well, I hope it succeeds because I, I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm all for, you know, different products in the market, you know. So yeah. it when when people started talking about EVE Online on, like, the Giant Bombcast and they were talking hardcore about that, I was like, awesome, because it's not just WoW. Right. Because everything is WoW, and it's like, stop, now. Yeah, I mean, Put it down and play something else that is worthy of attention. I mean, you know? hell, even the original EverQuest is still running. That's why I stopped playing all these rhythm games, because I'm like, I have all these games on my shelf. Stop playing Guitar Hero. Stop playing Rock Band, because you've played the shit out of them. Stop. Just yep. stop. Let's see. News with me that I didn't put on the Trilobite. Well, the Trilobite really focused on Lux Pain, which I've been blogging about furiously on my GameSpot blog, because that is such a poorly translated game. Um, I don't know if you... I, I know you guys don't really visit GameSpot anymore, but if you if you have, have the chance to check out how poor this game is, I suggest you do. Um, but... Um, I went yesterday, coming back from, I went to the office to pick up my power brick for my laptop, and coming back, I decided to give in to temptation and stop in a GameStop, and uh, they had the Gamers Day sales, yep. where they nicked off, like, up to 50% off of shit, and, like, I saw, Chrono Trigger is selling for, like, 40 bucks everywhere. Even Amazon is, like, 37. I'm like, fuck yep. you guys, no. I paid 80 bucks for this game back in the day. I'm not paying any more than the regular 30. And they had it for 30. Yep. So I said, I am a fool, and I will buy it. <laughs> and so I bought it. Also, um, any PS3 owners out there, Valkyria, Valkyria Chronicles. I was, I was going to get to that. Let me finish, because I was going to get to that, so... and then I got that, too. I got that, too. And then I saw Final Fantasy Tactics A2 for 20 bucks, and I got that, too. Nice. And so I ended up spending four times more than I should have been, and it's tax season. I had to do my taxes, so I shouldn't have bought them. <laughs> because I know I'm going to owe. But anyway, um... Yeah, so there there goes one, there goes three for my backlogs. I actually started Valkyria Chronicles yesterday when I came home drunk. Very nice. Um, at at uh, three fifty in the morning, I figured if I if I played it for twenty minutes or half an hour, I'd be done by four twenty, and I could get to sleep by four twenty five, and I would wake up by eleven thirty, and that would be seven hours of sleep, and that's exactly what happened. So awesome. You're pretty good organizing while drunk. <laughs> but Valkyria, I'm a I'm a very gifted typer when I'm drunk too. So like yeah. if I'm drunk, I, I type really well. I just don't drive better when I'm drunk because I don't drive good when I'm sober. So anyway, um, I don't drive at all. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles is really pretty. Like, mm -hmm. amazingly pretty. Yeah. Like, the cutscenes in Final Fantasy Tactics for PSP, all that shit is happening in real time and at 60 frames a second. What? Like, it looks... It's absolutely gorgeous. And it's, like, one of those things where uh, you want to say, oh, you should buy a PS3 for this game. No, not really, because, like, you shouldn't buy a system just for one game. Like, I always believe in, like, that... It, it, it could be a tipping point game, though. Where yeah, it's like, it, all right, is, these... it is for me, certainly. Uh... Yeah. So. And like it, it's it's really pretty, and it's it's pretty much a tactical RPG, which which is great. Uh, and it it actually expands upon the grid system. Like you know how in Final Fantasy Tactics, you just point to a grid and then you move the guy there, and then mm -hmm. they do their t and all that shit. This is actually just kind of like oh. Uh, oh, hold up, whoa, 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 hold up. Let me let, let me finish before you kind of splooge all over your screen. Um, I, think I, I already <laughs> did. I that's true, but. <laughs> Like when you move when you when you move around the battlefield, like there's this bar that just kind of diminishes, and so that kind of is your movement restriction. Instead of saying you can move five blocks and that's it, right. it's more like you have this much time—not this much time, but this much amount of leeway before you have to stop moving. And like their their whole—it's it's, it's kind of like a fictional World War Two. Um, it's kind of like a parallel world where like it's this different kind of World War Two, and you can see that in the weapons and the aesthetic. Um. But um, you you take cover behind things, so it's less. It, it, it's kind of it kind of combines 
first-person shooter elements, but it's not a shooter at all. So things like cover and aiming, yes, they're there, but like everything else about it is completely tactical. So it's it's strategic. it's strategically tactical. It's it, it, but so far it looks really awesome, and I'm I'm just upset that it's only on PS3 because I can't take it with me. Same. Like I, I, I wish it were on a, like a, a smaller console like PSP or the Wii that I could actually take with me to work. But um, all right. So so Pete is probably cleaning up the splooge on his screen because he went. Oh, what 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 happened there? What was that? <laughs> you guys ever have one of those memories that just like smacks you in the face like you're not even expecting it? It's just like bam. Ah! Yes. It makes you go. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is, com- this is completely tangential, but you used to mention Final Fantasy Tactics, yeah. and it reminded me, yeah. I should have mentioned in our Game Boy discussion last week, that I did play this stuff on Game Boy, because I had a Game Boy Advance SP, and I played Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and that game was awesome. That game was awesome, and I lost it, and I bought it again. I oh, lost but... it after 100 hours of play, because Ooh. like I was packing up really quickly once when I was coming back from, from work, and I mu- it, it mu- like the Game Boy must have fell under the bed or something, or like the, the the pouch that I kept my Game Boy in must have fell under the bed. And so I, I when I got home, I didn't have it, and I asked the housekeeping staff, and obviously they're, they're they're a bunch of assholes and they didn't have it, and they probably took it for their kid. But ab- among the victims was my Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, which I like I said I spent a hundred hours on. Ouch! And I wasn't even like three quarters through the game. I still had a, a ways to go. So, but I bought a two anyways. So. Back on topic, I wish I if I had the time and the money, I would totally buy the Valkyria Chronicles yeah. for thirty bucks. But uh, I I don't. I had to like forcibly remove myself from GameStop to stop myself from buying that amongst other games for their yeah. game day sale thing. Um, the other thing is that I think by the time you hear this, I will already have a DSi for for only for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, it's not back on topic. <laughs> well, I know. Well, it's what I've been doing. That's not on no, my trial. I'm joking. Go. Your face is not on topic, whore man. But I, I have a, um, I have, I have a spare DS lying around, um, and I, apparently I can get seventy for that on the trade uh, on the trade in, and then I have a whole bunch of games lying around that I don't play anymore that I could get more money on the trade in for. So it's like I will probably be able to get one for seventy bucks. Which in that case, why why the fuck not? Uh, tax season is why not, but I'm going to ignore that for a second. The other thing is that the DS Lite is only on 802.11b. And so I want to like. Is that really important? Like, why is it important for the for your DS playing to have the you know the the upgraded net speed code thingy whatever? Like, do you really play that many DS games online that it's important to you to have the DS Lite for that functionality? I, I don't play many DS games online specifically because of that. So if you had a DS Lite, you'd play more games online. No, no, no. If I ha- if if my connection were better, I would play more games online. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm just the only reason I'm asking is because that's a lot. Like when people talk about the added features of the DSi over the DS Lite, that's one of the points they make is about the uh, the upgraded net stuff. And I just think it's a like I I don't know. I don't think it's like an important point. At least I don't know. I, I don't. DS. It is an important point. Play it, is not a big thing. Is that not a big thing? For you, or are you saying that it's not a big thing? Period. Because it's I'm pretty sure it's not a big thing. Period. Because I'm pretty sure that like statistics of like DS online play are pretty low, except for games like maybe Mario Kart. But the fact that a game as ubiquitous as Mario Kart is being played online already makes it important. Just how ha- I mean, you could say that oh, you know, Xbox Live isn't important because only people are only playing Halo Two. So what? That's that's a high traffic game. But that's not true because people are playing a lot of things on Xbox. I'm saying that the cynic would want to bring up that point if they were like 
Okay, but like, let me just let's Steam. take an informal poll right now. Who out of us plays our DS online? Every single minute of every day. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I would if I had a, a better connection. Okay. I would if he had a better connection. Yeah, I would like, if he had a better connection. So you know what? I guess it all works out for both of us. All I do with my DS uh, online is trade Pokemon, and I don't need a better connection for that. <laughs> That's fine. I I would rather you have fight one. them online too. <laughs> The other thing and is get your ass whooped by people who cheat. <laughs> the the other thing is that I feel like the download speeds are are capped not the download speeds but like it's capped by the uh, the spec not as if like the downloading will be the the actual download will be slower but it does take time to transfer from wherever you're downloading from the router to your system and so I'd rather have it faster 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 as as in as many ways possible. This DSiWare. No, yes, I that, that, need to get that. Yeah, faster. that's what I'm saying. Like, I would rather like. I, of course, it does take me upgrading the router as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not just like DSI. Oh, I'm magically fast. You know, like I do need the router. Finallyfast.com. Finallyfast.com. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I agree with you that I don't think too many third party games are being played online, or if any, because they're third party games. But like when you look at something like Mario Kart. And if I'm going to take my own informal poll, like, there's a DS union that I started on GameSpot that a lot of people are still on, and they do, like, they go online, like, every Thursday night. So yeah, they revived that. So that's my Thursday. It's more than four people. Hey, you know what a game that requires good online connection for? Sun Hero or Rock Band? Uh, yes, that is, one of our, that is one of our questions in the mailbag. Uh, it's not actually not a question in the mailbag. Um, it's, uh, it, I actually volunteered this question only because we only had one question in the mailbag, so I'm getting a second one. Uh, this is from, uh, Austin Light. He's the other Austin, the other GameSpot freelancer who has an awesome last name, uh, cause then you can call him Dr. Light. Uh, his, blo- he, he just has a blog post up. His, his wife basically started getting interested in Guitar Hero 3 again. Um, and he was like, all right, I'm, I think, uh, we're both ready to move on to the band experience. So he was basically saying he's not sure whether or not to go with Rock Band or Guitar Hero because of the following. Um, he says, I love the Rock Band guitar. I like the non-clicky strum bar and the overall look and feel better. I love Rock Band DLC support. There seems to be something new all the time for Rock Band, whereas GH keeps on releasing standalone games. I can play both games with Rock Band's instruments. I like the look of the Guitar Hero drums, but from what I have read, they don't transfer over to the Rock Band drums, uh, Rock Band very well. You end up playing cymbals and snares a lot. You can play Rock Band and Guitar Hero with the Rock Band instruments, but you miss out on some things with Guitar Hero, such as the cymbals and the touch strip on the guitar. So which way should I go? I like the guitar for Rock Band, and I think our Rock Band as a game is better, but I'm torn on the drums. Yeah, the drums are rough. Karaoke Revolution! Ugh. Yeah, and then you won't get to play Rock Band with it or something. Or, like sorry, that. Rock Revolution. That's rock Revolution, saying. you can't play Rock Band with uh, Rock Revolution drums. Who here has played both? I have played uh, both. I think me and Austin. I have. Al, uh, Pete, have you played both? Uh, no. Uh, wait, Rock Revolution or Rock Band and Guitar Hero? Rock Band and Guitar Hero World Tour. Uh no, I haven't played good I haven't played World Tour. Uh okay. Uh have you played the World Tour drums at least? No, I haven't had actually any interaction with anything from World Tour. Okay. Uh what would you guys say? Rock band. And why? Uh DL series support every single week, including albums. It's usually like like five to fifteen songs. It's so ridiculous sometimes. Uh and also a company who cares about their people. Ouch. Zing. Yeah, I do agree that Harmonix and MTV as a whole with Rockman uh, Suite, they're more customer-friendly. They deliver the content. They, uh, you know, 
They deliver their content. <laughs> do they deliver their content? Wait, 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 wait. Al, do they deliver their content? They deliver their content. Okay. And they, they have, uh, you know, a product that works very well, that has very um, user-friendly interface. Um, I think that being that the sticking point is the drums, <clears throat> being that I've only played the Rock Band 1 drums and i played the World Tour drums, I like the World Tour drums better than the Rock Band drums. I own um, but, the Rock Band 2 hmm? drums. The, but the Rock Band 2 drums, aren't they like... They're the same, basically, just with different pads and mm-hmm. the ability to well, have attachments, right? Well, and it depends what you mean, what what is the same. But, like, the pads well, are um, much quieter, uh, way more bounce, and they're mm-hmm. velocity-sensitive. Um, I really, really enjoy them. I can never play on a Rock Band 1 drum set ever again. Like, that, mm-hmm. that's at least enough. And I know the, the kick pedal is also reinforced. Yeah, it's like fucking titanium or something. So. Um... Now, comparing the Rockman 2 drums with the like, World Tour drums, you played the World Tour drums, right? Uh, I got a chance to sit down and play half of one song. <laughs> I think that's good enough. Um, what do you think, comparatively, uh, I know you said that you prefer the Rockman 2 drums. Right. As do I. But when you play them both, and then you get like an impression, instead of saying which one is better, but think of, since you already told me what's good about the Rockman 2 drums, what do you think is good about the World Tour drums? Uh, bigger pads? Mm-hmm. But that's about it. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of them, to be honest. It's, uh, I'm not a big fan of only three pads on the but two cymbals. Um, like, looking at my drum kit right now, I have two cymbals attached to it with two kick pedals. Um, you know, Real drum set. Yeah, pretty much. You know, this the full setup. So if you want to go I think it's it's much more friendly to the user because you can just play with four pads. Uh, you know, a pretty casual player can do that. And then if you want to mm-hmm. go all the way out, you can throw some cymbals on there, which you know they don't add their own track in the game or anything. But they're it's it's so much more fun playing with them sometimes. Um, just like and they're they're a, an alternative resource, right? Right. So it's like, you know, you don't have to use yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's only thirty bucks. Oh, well, thirty bucks is kind of pr- uh, a little bit pricey, but. Um, it's thirty bucks for two symbols. Um, it's completely optional. You don't have to use the symbols uh, when you're playing. Um, but yeah, 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 like I love just beating the hell out of my green symbol to activate overdrive. It's, it just it feels so much better than hitting the pad. Um, oh, I bet. Yeah, and then the the pedals are pretty cool as well. Um, having two pedals, it's it's something that's not really too required in in rock band in general. Um, there's a couple they songs. Don't it. Yeah, there's a couple songs that. You know, are kind of fun to play with them. Um, you can't to, to just to say like you don't really need the second pedal to play rock band because yeah, like you said, they don't chart it to be that way. Um, yeah. Whereas like now, one thing I would have to mention yeah, is different. Yeah, that's what I was gonna mention. Um, now I have guitar here in Metallica, and I'm really keen on playing uh, the double bass, especially since I have the free pedal. Right. But with the rock band drums, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Because I think they just play a hate on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> play a hater! Because, uh, you can, you know, the connections are all the same. But when you actually get into the game, it doesn't recognize it at all. Ooh. It just recognizes one pedal. Um, I, I would want to get a Guitar Hero World Tour drum kit just for the sake of playing the Guitar Hero games. Because I think that the loss of the, uh, second button. Mm-hmm. You know the the orange the the symbol mm-hmm. is kind of key to playing that game. Right. When I play when I play it with the rock band drums, I feel like I'm missing something. 
You know? Mm, okay. And it's very weird because you can play this. I, I think I'm going to try this because I don't think I really have done it side by side, but like play the same song, like say, uh, maybe. At the Toxicity. same time. I have the same. <laughs> but on play both World, same. World Tour and Rock Band 2? Yeah, I, okay. well, Toxicity is on um, Guitar Hero Metallica. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. And, and, you know, take like that song and play it on Rock Band 2 and play it on Guitar Hero Metallica. And just feel how different it is, even though it's the same song. Mm-hmm. It's just that <clears throat> the lack of one note that's being charted, I think, makes the difference in in the Guitar Hero games. Okay. Al, are you play on expert or uh, not really? Like, I, it depends on who the drummer is. Okay, there's like a lot of jazz beats and break beats I can't really do. Right, but Lars Ulrich is easy. To I just play. wanted to know, like, uh, how you're presenting your your opinion. Yeah, I usually play on hard. Okay, just. I- just for audience's sake, I play on, mm-hmm. on that shirt. There's there's a fucking problem that I have with the symbols, and I I, I just can't wrap my hands my I can't wrap get, get my head around the the, the symbols the way they're can't raised. wrap your hands around their around your head. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but like the way that they're elevated, I just can't, I think it's awesome that it's it's built that way because it's more it's more faithful to what a drum set kind of looks like. But at the same time, there are two things. One is I you know I just can't get it. Like I, I tried playing rock band. Um, I tried playing rock band with that with the set because, um, like it, it we were practicing for that Atlantic City trip and like the dr- like the drummer was just kind of like I'm gonna take a break so I'm like oh let me try this song with you know um with with the four pads and and it's gonna be the left pad the cymbal and the other two pads and that's how I play and I kept on I kept on forgetting that the cymbals exist <laughs> you know and that may be a problem that goes away over time but there's something like. I know they have to be rigid because otherwise they wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. But there's something about the way they feel when you hit them that's just like, Wah. like I don't like it. Um, and then I tried playing a full-on guitar here Metallica song with it on hard, not an expert because I'm I'm not an expert drummer, only on like simple songs, right. like Mr. Brightside. But right. um, right. I uh, I flubbed that one too because the 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 cymbals were elevated and I couldn't get my you know get my hands to 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 raise up enough to hit the cymbals because right. I was so you know. Okay. And again, maybe it's because I'm used to the four, four pads. pads right? Yeah. My personal thing, though, the other, the, the second thing is that, I, and I've always said this, is that these types of games, to me, when you get to the band experience, is about you know groups and parties and all accommodating. Um, and so when you kind of add a second pedal and two cymbals to something that used to just be four pads and kind of simple to figure out, mm-hmm. it. It's daunting. It's kind of intimidating, and it's like I think there should be the option. I'm always a fan of there being the option to do such and such and such, mm-hmm. but in this case of having like a big, intri- like kind of intimidating drum set, then people don't want to play it. Yeah, and then it kind of ruins the mood because then you then you hand them a guitar that has a touch strip and then like has all these weird you know wavy lines and, and notes that you can slide up and down and like. All that shit, and then they're like, you know, I don't want to play that, and it's like, no, you know, you don't have to. But the the impression in their head is that yes, you do have to play it, and so mm-hmm. then they then then you'd rather put on Rock Band because it doesn't have the slide thingy, um, it doesn't have like the symbols, it doesn't have the second pedal, the interface is much. It, there's less going on in the interface. It's more minimalist and it looks better. And the way that they organize like the the um the uh, what's it called? I guess the the rock meter. I forget right. what they call yeah. it, and I forget what they call it in um, Rock Band. But like all the interface, all the important stuff to know: am I am I losing? How am I doing? Is much easier to see on the Rock Band software 
So like all all this t- all all the the principles from the drums being simple kind of like proliferate throughout the entire experience. <laughs> it's mi- more minimalist, but it's easier to get yeah, and it's I'll easier say, to get uh, into. I'll say, uh, well, also, uh, me and my friends called the meter back then. Uh, are you about to end the party? Are you about to end the party? <laughs> oh, also, no fail mode. No um, fail mode, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I really, really, really cannot stand the Guitar Hero interface when it comes to drums. And I think it's because I had, I, I talked with um, Matt uh, Ashuku, which Alan is. Um, we pretty much, it, it took us forever, but I think we figured out why, because we both agreed on the same thing. And it was that Guitar Hero has these, you know, the gems, and yep. it's 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 a round impression on the screen, so there's no like brink of timing. Um, so like snare rolls and stuff, you just don't feel like I don't know. At least I didn't feel like I was I was hitting them right, or I felt like I was hitting them right in my head, but like the screen just wasn't quite agreeing with me. I don't know. Huh. And I could do the same thing on Rock Band, and they're just laid out so. <sighs> that, I guess. That's... That's I can't, really I can't find the word for the rock band uh, notes, but like just they're rectangular. Yeah, well, that, no, 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 no. Well, like, oh, no? a word that expresses. I mean, yeah, that's they what they are. are. Like that's, gems. Yeah, I mean, that's what they. That's Locks. What they are. Yeah, they're rectangles, but like a word <laughs> to express the brink of timing of of the of how it presents the note. The um, denomination um, of time is more discernible with with the way that they're laid out. I, I guess you're trying to say. Yeah, it's it's you can tell so much better. So. What one more thing I wanna wanna that's an interesting point that you bring up and I wanna talk about that real quick so that I can get Peter's take on this Peter Pete's take on this um I don't know I'm calling you Petoria from now on um is I not actually even there. I actually yeah he's asleep <laughs> I I like the the I still like the Guitar Hero timing better hmm. for Rock Band because the Rock Band timing at least on guitar is. Uh, and I and I actually posted this as a comment on his blog, but it's it, to me it's like a, sh- a shade, just a small shade under Guitar Hero 2's leniency. Mm, okay. And when you consider that this is the more kind of uh, casual friendly game because of the way everything else is laid out and the way that the songs are kind of charted more simply, you'd think that the timing would be stricter on Guitar Hero and more lenient on Rock Band. But it's actually the other way around by the sheer fact that Guitar Hero is trying to jam all these insanely difficult solos in there. And so by virtue of how hard it is by, uh, you know, at its core, they had to make it more lenient. Yeah. But I still think that Rock Band um, could stand to be a little bit more lenient. So if the purchase decision comes down to how does the game feel when I play the notes and I play mostly on guitar, then it's a real toss-up. Because, like, I, I, I still like the way Guitar Hero does feel. Yeah. Like, I li- and, and, the, and I actually like... Um, the round notes. I don't know why. Like, I just like them. They, they're. I'm used to them. That's why. Mm, okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just as a final note. I mean, yeah. Rock Band's probably. Um. It's. It's technically. Yeah. The better game. Obviously. Um. It's like the one little thing that's wrong with it is actually could be a deal breaker. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say. But I mean, just go to, for Awesome Light. Uh, go to the Wikipedia for Rock Band Two DLC. And look at the music and see what you like better. Yeah, and just, I mean, you'll have about 600 songs or whatever it is now. And uh, I think it's, realistically, I think it's 400. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's that's more than enough to have access to that stuff. That's that's awesome. Pete, what would you, like, since you said you haven't played World Tour, what what would you say, like, like, let's say you're a new customer, would would you be interested in World Tour? Would you stick with Rock Band and, and why? Okay, see, well, I kind of was in that situation. I mean, 
I played rock band. I played a lot of rock band. I had rock band. Um, but I wanted world tour. Now I don't know if I if it had been the other way around. If I had had world tour, if I would have been like you know Jonesin for rock band. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like for me, it's kind of the same thing. Like I just like the feel of the Guitar Hero games better. I like the I like the Guitar Hero instruments really. Ah, um, okay. I really liked the Guitar Hero three controller and. I thought it was better, way better than the Rock Band guitars. Um, but that's a, I know it's a personal preference because I think Austin, you said that you like the Rock Band guitar better. I like the Rock Band Two guitar better than yeah. the World <laughs> Tour guitar. But I like I like all the guitar here guitar here instruments better than the Rock Band One guitar. If that yeah. makes any sense. But go ahead, I'll explain that later. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Yeah, but like then, then there's the whole thing with the drum set where like the drums for rock, uh, for Guitar Hero World Tour like were a major upgrade over the guitar over the drums for a rock band. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't know about the Rock Band Two drums because like not many people really talked about them. Um, like so I don't know how much of an improvement it is over the first ones, and I've had no experience with those either. Very I actually don't know many. Good. What, what's that? Very, very, very much improved. <laughs> As I was okay. Saying earlier. So. I, it's funny because I was gonna say I don't really know many people that like have gotten the Rock Band Two instruments because anyone who already had Rock Band and upgraded Rock Band Two really just bought the game. Um, and for, I'm saying for people that I know, right? Okay. Uh, I'm in that boat too. Um, but uh, see, as for to help him with his decision, I really can't help because like I would want both games, and right. if like if I had to choose one. I would probably see. I, I can't even just choose one. I would buy Guitar Hero for the instruments, and then just buy the Rock Band game. Right, right. Um, and you'd have the Guitar Hero game by virtue of buying the instruments. Right, like, but if you had to just choose one, I would say decide if you want like a larger collection of songs, or if you want what are theoretically the better instruments. Because right. I mean, if you just want a lot of shit to play, you're better off going right. with Rock Band. Which I think they're a, pretty much a set of casual gamers, so I think that the the decision pretty much lies in that. Yeah, he it says he likes won't. the. Yeah, he says here that he likes the Rock Band guitar because he likes the non-clicky strum bar. Right. Oh right, yeah. So, so then, I mean, just go Rock Band. You can't go wrong with either one. But I mean, it sounds like you. Rather, yeah. It sounds like you're leaning towards Rock Band anyway. So I'd say just go with that. Get, yep. get Rock Band and then just get the drum kit and and deal with the <laughs> deal with the or just wait because um when did uh Rock Band two came out last fall right. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm sure by the time next year rolls around, like the the both both pieces of software will have dropped in price. Yeah, like and I'm sure, like maybe not Rock Band. Rock Band might not put out a third one, but you know, Guitar Hero is going to come out with something new again, and they might have like even upgraded the instruments even further. Well, so yeah, Rock Band Beatles is going to have instruments and stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's they're going to have their fifty. Yeah. Oh shit, that's right. Oh. But uh, just yeah, for price difference, I mean, Rock Band One has dropped down to a hundred bucks for the entire. Right. Oh, really? So good. You yeah. know what I would like those uh, I I forget if it was Rock Band or Guitar Hero. Which one has those uh those those specialized like the high end instruments? Is that Guitar Hero? The, oh, the, that's uh, Rock Band. It has the the, uh, the ion, ion kit. kit. Oh, yeah. High. Yeah. That that looks pretty sweet. Um, because <laughs> it also, also it also has a bass. Oh, go ahead. Huh? No, I was just gonna say it also has a bass with two strum clickers. Like, yeah. it's one strum bar broken into two, broken into two, so you can just use your, oh, so you can, your yeah. fingers. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But go ahead. And as long just as to end this really quick, because I think we have to move on to the news here. Yeah. Um, one more question. Though. A GameStop question as too. a GameStop employee, you need to listen to me. Buy Rock Band Two, the entire special kit bundle. Buy Rock Band One used, 
go home, install it to your hard drive, which is five bucks for licensing licensing fees, and then go return it within seven days to get a full refund. I thought I thought if you bought a used game, you could only return it for an exchange. No, seven day, within seven did, days. Did, you have did a they full change refund. that? Did they change that? Because when I used to do that, they, say, they used to say no returns. Uh, well, if not, then it. just then just spend the money and rent it from like yes. Blockbuster or GameFly or something. Like, yeah, or you, your friends probably have Rock Band. You know, yeah, somebody's right, gonna have Rock something Band. like that. Call yeah, me, I mean, call me, and I'll ship it to you for a nominal fee of a hundred dollars. <laughs> right, but yeah, well, GameStop's policy um, is seven days within seven days with a used game, you can just come back and say. I mean, you can be like, I didn't like the game, and you you can get your full money back. So. You should be like, I, I'd be like, I'd be like, I didn't know there was a second one out there. I bought the and wrong one. And sometimes you can scam GameStop, like when I got uh, the the um, what is it, the greatest hits version of Shadow of the Colossus through uh, Guzex, and it had that thing on the top of the game that had that red bar or whatever, and I wanted the original disc, so I brought it into GameStop and I was like, yeah, you guys sold this to me without a case, and uh, it freezes up all the time. Can I just get a replacement? And I got one of the original huh. Shadow of the Colossus discs. <laughs> wow. Uh, I didn't do that. What are you? What, I didn't say that. <laughs> say what? Let's move on um, to. Uh, 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 no, no, no. You have one more thing. I just wanted to say, uh, do the because uh, we were just talking about the ion kits. Do those work with both games? I have no I idea. Believe so, uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I don't think know. so. I was told. <laughs> I want to say I don't think I was, so. But. I do believe that it does. Okay, so I was gonna I say go if, if if you're one of the people that's like if you're a big like, really into these music games, and you're going to probably buy each iteration, then it might be worth the investment in just getting those. But yeah. it's almost $300. Nice belt. So, when is money an issue? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> money is an issue in 2009. I know. No, it's not. What did, uh, um, pe- pe- people People have, the co- companies have tons of money to spend. They're not paying their employees because they got laid Right off. now, I'm drinking exactly. money. You listen to me drink money. <laughs> I'm drinking money. I'm going to piss away $20 million. Ha <laughs> um, ha. says that it's compatible with Rock Band, Rock Band 2, the guitar hero. Ah, okay. They're liars. Um, there is still more rhythmic questions. This one's coming from Kelly May. She asks, have you noticed that the skill level required for rhythm games seems to be going up? I just limped rather pathetically through a couple of Metallica songs. Mm-hmm. I normally just start the Guitar Hero games on hard, but this time had to immediately scale back to medium. And I have to say that even that was a workout. Do you think this is going to become the norm? Uh, Can I answer first? I was gonna, I was gonna ask you to answer. No, it's not going to become the norm. This is just, it's an exception because Metallica, Metallica songs yep. are just that complex. Yep. Um, I say uh, what Al said. I, okay, I would say that normally. But considering that Activision is Activision, I will probably... Uh, like, I mean, if you look at how it went from Guitar Hero 1 to Guitar Hero 2 mm-hmm. to 3 to World Tour... Keep going. There is... There it's is, gotten harder. <laughs> yeah, it has gotten hard, significantly harder. Oh, that's harder. certainly... Yes, it has. Especially, um, I mean, that's the thing, That's another thing, is that Guitar Hero really plays this this hardcore... They play for this hardcore audience yep, yep. of people who, you know, are beating world records every day. And out doing one another score, uh, Rockman not so much because it's really just a game about fun. Which right. is actually why I pretty much got out of Guitar Hero. Um, I mean, most people here know how crazy I was into that. And, yep. And, um, Mr. Jordan Wall, while not looking at the no, screen. <laughs> well, you can't I mean, gotta have that once every episode. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna no, say that. Uh, I mean, it just it just eventually got too much, and I was like, I'm not having fun with this anymore. I was having wrist problems at the time, which was still uh, oh, I shit. can't do, but. I mean, I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then Tony was like, "Cause he's not masturbating." And then, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Alex in that episode was like, "You're zero for 60. Yeah. Yeah. 
or something. Zing! <laughs> um, fuck Sony! Yep. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, they're two different games, really, I, I swear. Guitar Hero is way more for for, for the hardcore fans, and, yeah. and I mean, Guitar Hero is not the only game that has is increased in difficulty. I mean, DDR has always been kind of Ah, see, I never scaling played those. Up and stuff, no, but, but see, DDR I mean, has been scaling these... up, but it's been scaling out because as the games became, they they offered easier modes too. Right, but yeah, I mean, I think DDR kind of does it right in a way. It's like they offer this hard mode, like Pete said, and, and they also offer this or like, like it started I said, with just and they also light, offer the medium, and hard, and right, now it has and, like beginner, but also like the Kata songs on it, the Catastrophe songs. Right. So it's like it's scaled out to be easier and even harder. Yeah, but I think I well, think uh, I think that DDR also has less of a learning curve when jumping in difficulties because you're not learning how to. Oh no, I disagree with that completely. Um, I don't know. Well, I want to see a dance off between you two. Uh, <laughs> in the style of, in the style of Zoolander. I used, to, I used to be a heavy player. Um, I used to be a heavy player. Well, I kind of still am a heavy player. Uh, uh, I don't heavy. Play anymore. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but like, it definitely like the thing about with Guitar Hero is just like a matter of getting your finger muscles to like you know adapt to doing using off of those buttons. With DDR, uh, you like you really have to make that major change between you know. The steps, like just stepping from the center to actually. I'm, say that I'm, I'm raising my hand <laughs> emphatically. I'm raising my hand emphatically at the yeah. guitar hero comment. Um, when you move from medium, when you move from beginner to medium, you're adding, you're adding easy a fourth thing, easy to medium, because there is a beginner mode where you only yeah. start the world tour. When you go from easy to medium, you add the uh, the the pinky. Right. Um, when you move from medium to hard, you add the fifth fret. When you move from hard to expert. You add a whole shitload of okay. notes. The, for, the, the formation <laughs> right. for which you are not used to and you have never seen before. And the, okay, same, I'll, thing, I'll the, same, the same thing happens from medium to hard as well. I'll admit that I, I mean, I, I don't have much experience going from uh, hard to expert on, on like the Katario rock band because I just was never able to get to make that jump. Um, chords too. Three button chords. No, yeah, I mean, fucking crazy I, my, my well. approach was just that you have to do something new, whereas with DDR, I mean, it's something new, but you're st- in, in some aspect you're still doing the same thing, which is using your legs. It's not you're still you're your just doing and... it faster and more. Right, pretty much. I mean, you have it. Pretty much just increases the, you know. I think I think light runs on like. Uh, I still just kind of disagree with that, be just because 30. it adds complex step patterns in. Yeah, the um, idea, but that's I, I just... understand that. But yeah, I, I mean, at, that's why we should just call this even. Yeah, yeah. I don't play DDR. Losses. I don't play DDR, but it's like from what I've seen, like I. From Pete's standpoint, I, I can agree with that because it's like even though you're doing the same thing, it ups the complexity. Kind of like a guitar hero, even though you're right, playing yeah. the same notes, you're doing it faster and playing them more. Right. But um, I will say that the reason why uh, I think I think Guitar Hero is getting harder, Rock Band is not. Rock Band gets harder by virtue of maybe there's a harder song that comes out, but their um their philosophy behind charting the notes is the same. Whereas Guitar Hero seems to continually want to get the harder, faster songs and put more and more and more and more and more. Right. And so when I compare Rock Band 1 to Rock Band 2 note charts, they're the same. When I compare Guitar Hero 1, Guitar Hero 2, 3, and World Tour and Metallica charts, they're different. And yes, by virtue of the content, but also because, like, um, what was the – take one, for example. Just take one. One on Guitar Hero 3 and one on Metallica. While the solo is technically easier to do because you can tap it and because it's that stupid stringy touchpad thing that I hate, um, 
the like the opening of one, like you you have to do that weird like hold the note down while you mm-hmm. play the other notes thing, right. where that wasn't even present in 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 the Guitar Hero Three version of of, of one. And then you have you hammer take, ons and pull offs. No. Also, yeah, and really have in one. Yeah. I mean, they were then, kind of, but yeah. And then you take a look at the same song that on Guitar Hero versus Rock Band. You take even something as simple as when you were young by the Killers on Rock Band versus Guitar Hero Three. You had all these like. I don't know the the chords were like there were I mean I'm sure they were all easy for us but like you you looked at the note charts the chords looked much more intimidating on on the guitar hero version than the than the rock I, band. I'd like to chime in on that one. Um, I think that with when you were young, I I completely agree with you here. Wait, wait playing before, actually, rock... before you go on, another one I want to oh. mention threes and sevens. I want to interrupt your interrupt. No, no, I want to no, I want to add because because Alex talked to talk about this one too. Threes and I sevens. Can. Threes and oh, sevens. Yeah. So mm-hmm. talk about that one too. Okay. When you were young, it feels in rock band more like you're kind of participating with the band where you're playing, but you don't really have to concentrate on actually doing it because they don't hide or sneak things in there. Yeah. You're just playing the chords. You know, you're just chilling. You're jamming with the thing. When you play it on Guitar Hero 3, you're like, okay, uh, I'm playing these chords, but I'm constantly switching my fingers around. Right. I have to constantly pay attention to what the next chord is going to be. And they sneak and in they like a hammer-on note, like one hammer-on note. They sneak in there like every so often. Yeah. And um, I, I'm not sure if they both do it. Maybe you, I haven't played Guitar Hero 3 in a long time, but um, you know those like gallops? Whereas like, you know, for example, if when you were young, it's like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. You know yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think they have that in, in the, Rock um, Band. In Rock Band, but they have it in Guitar Hero 3. Yeah. That kind of thing. And then with 3s and 7s, 3s and 7s, they, they really made it a lot more manageable playing on the guitar with... <clears throat> Rock Band. With Rock Band. Because they have you constantly switching chord formations with your fingers in Guitar Hero 3. And yeah, it, it definitely seems like well with Guitar Hero Three, they were like, okay, well let's see if they can play this. Let's see if they can play that. Let's see if they can play this. And I, I just also have to mention that in Guitar Hero Metallica, they have a four button chord. Yep, yep. But so yeah, I mean, I, I do think that the skill level required is going up, but only for certain titles and not for others. So right. it's kind of like yes, but no. Um, but Metallica is <laughs> that's definitely an exception <laughs> to the rule. Fucking Metallica, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, play Aerosmith, and I don't think Aerosmith is going to be nearly as hard as. No like, way. No. I think it it'll be maybe it may even be a l- little bit less difficult than three. Guitar Hero Three. Yeah. Because it can't. Hey, I got a question. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. When are they going to put out a good band pack game? Oh. Huh? Well, that's uh. I made a joke. Always it's called relative. Rock Band. Yeah, it, it came out. In... <laughs> but Rock Band isn't based on one band. That's what you meant. No, I was making oh. a joke because I don't like Aerosmith or Metallica. But it was just a joke. Keep going. They should put no, out. Focus on they should put now. out Guitar Hero Jewel. Yeah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Guitar Rock- Hero Ace of Base. Oh, what nineties? What? Um, There's a guitar in Ace of Base. Yeah, I'm Hero Hanson. <laughs> Hanson. Oh God, <laughs> I have all these magazines. No, no, no. I think it's a SingStar game. That might be, that might be a joke, but I wouldn't put it past them. But, uh, mm-hmm. Let's, let's move, uh, on. move on. Move on. Do I need to get my ch- Do I need to get my cello out now? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> Level up. 
say finally moved on. I was, that was completely for that unexpected. Forever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> at the barrel of news. Uh, the first one, and, and as you heard from Slunks's most um, beautiful rendition of the Final Fantasy Battle Theme Victory Fanfare, uh, Final Fantasy VII is on the PlayStation 3. Go get it. It's, it's, the remake, it's the remake that you've all wanted. The ones that, you know, oh, better graphics make a better game. And so, you know, you want it and now it's there. But wait a second. No, it's just for the PSN store. Um, which is fine, actually. Uh, it's 15 bucks, which is uh, almost three times the $6 norm for the PlayStation 1 games. Mm-hmm. Um, frankly, I think that $6 for a PlayStation 1 game is already a steal. So I, I'm not really that upset, or I don't even care that Final Fantasy VII is 15 bucks because truly that was a good game, just not as good as I think everybody thinks it is, but I would pay 15 bucks for that. Yeah, so But the fact that it's above the norm, does that bother anybody? No, uh, it bothers me that it's not, not really. in the U.S. store. Yeah. Oh, that's true, because it's not even in the U.S. <laughs> I was going to point that out. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably about right, and I don't think it'll bother people, because, you know, people will still buy it, so whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I would probably get this so I could play it on PSP, like, yeah. with me, because I, I you know, I, I like my RPGs on the go. It's just Does that it's... work with every PS1 game that comes out? On That's the... a good question. See, I, I thought that they were implementing that, but it seems like the last time I visited the store, I think they still had separate fronts for PSP versus PS3 downloads. Yeah. And but even, I if it, could... even if it does, I mean, I'm sure Sandy will change that next month. So. Yeah, I mean... They like to I'm change sure... everything. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. so I mean, it says sure. it, works on, it works for this game, at least for the, Jap- you know, right. the Japan store, right. but I just didn't know if it worked for every game. I think there are right. a lot of games that works for that for which it works uh, both ways, but I don't know if that's by virtue of they decided to work at it or if it actually they are supporting that now. So I don't know. Um, okay. Let's see. So do you, when do you think it's going to come out in the U.S.? Uh, next month. I, I think never. Don't know. I wonder if they're going to wait for uh, the when is the Advent Children Blu-ray release? Ooh, Anyone? good point. Good question. That's I true. Do not, I do not know. I'm just going to keep saying uh, never to curse. Let's find out. Games. Because I'm not going to buy that movie. Because it'd be cool. Because then they could put like a little, uh, like a little advert inside the, you know, the Blu-ray case, yeah. just saying, yep. "Hey, go download this on PSN." Yep. Or get like hey, five dollars off. For Sony marketing. I should. 2nd. I should. I should get in touch with Nick Sutner and see if he can get me a yeah. Job. In in develop a South African accent. That hear me? No. Yes, we can hear what? you. What? What the fuck? <laughs> we can hear it's you. Coming. We're all just talking. <laughs> it's coming out June second. Uh, June second. DVD. So odds are Final Fantasy Seven will come out like a week before that. Well, I'd be very happy about that. Yeah, in Japan, apparently the um, the Advent Children's coming out next week. They could ah. even do something stupid as you can only buy the game if you buy the movie, and people would still buy it. Are you guys gonna buy the? Well, do can you guys play Blu-rays? I don't even know. I, I, can. I know also can, but I'm not gonna buy the movie. You're not? Did you no. ever watch it? Yes, and I thought it was shit. Really? I couldn't really understand it. I mean, the story is terrible, but I just like the visuals of it. Oh, it looked it, it looked fantastic. I will agree with you on that, but it's like, that type of stuff, like, kind of, once I, I don't know, once I see it, if it, I don't know, there's something about it that just, I like, alright, I saw it and I'm done with. 
which is which which doesn't make sense to me because there are a lot of other movies that I continue to watch for their visual style, but this one I just you know, I just don't care. Like, I watched mm-hmm. it once, I'm like, that was awesome, but I'm not going to watch it again because I don't want to and I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I sat down and watched it when it came out and tried my best to pay attention to the story, and that was quickly lost. But I still liked it for the, for mostly just the action. Uh, not that there was that much of it, but, um, I mean, it was a decent amount uh, to please fans, and also it was really good, uh, like, well well choreographed and stuff. Let, let me put it this way. If it came on HBO, I'd watch it, but I'm not going to go out and buy it. <laughs> See, I think I think it's no, just a good like HBO. I think it's a good background movie, and uh, plus I'm gonna get it just because I want to get the uh, the 13 demo. Oh, okay, no, fair enough. Yeah, um, more downloadable games discussion. Uh, something that we talked about I think two or three episodes ago with Resident Evil Five, with the whole um, multiplayer costing five dollars extra. Um, now, IGN decided to jump in and say. Oh, we so so the download came out. We downloaded it, and it's just under two megabytes, which means that all they did was give you a key that unlocks the content that was already on the disc. Oh, and then like eighty-six megabytes. Yeah, and then saw uh, Christian Svensson, who is uh, Capcom's vice president of corporate development, was like, "Dude, if it was a key, it wouldn't even be two megs. It'd be like a hundred kilobytes. This may not have a lot of stuff, but it does have new shit." And basically, what what he's saying is that like. A key, like a key, is really just a string of numbers and letters and an mm-hmm. activation code. Okay, so that in and of itself is is yes, truly going to be like very small. Um, the the what he's saying, the rest of the megabyte R consists of like um code. Okay, code and rule sets for multiplayer, and like I can buy that because rule sets like keys are just sets of rules. It's not graphics, it's not textures, it's not sound or anything like that. So it doesn't take up that much space, but it's still there. It's still like, like, okay, if you downloaded an intricately coded website and that's like two megabytes, you'd be like, oh my god, this HTML, this H- this HTML page took up two megabytes? That's insane, you know? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of stuff on that website. You can pack a lot of stuff just by coding rules and, and all that shit. So I'm gonna give Capcom the benefit of the doubt and say that like, yeah, it's not just a key, it's stuff in there, but Ernest Cavalli, who wrote the, uh, wrote the blog dot uh, wired dot com article uh, mm-hmm. brings up a good point. Who cares? The main issue is it's five dollars. Are you going to buy it or not? Not if it's a code or not. Because it's like, yeah. frankly, it's not that this makes it any better, but it's just the way things are now. And it's I shit think... and it's stupid. But that's what you can expect from people is keys. You know. I, I think the like main debate is: is this content that should have been on the disc? Right, like, and you know, show. and that's that. I mean, I think that's one that everyone's had already, and now that they've right. had their fill of it, they're like, oh. Resident Evil Five is in the news again. Let's complain some more. Right. I have I an mean, opinion on this. I just think it's it's bullshit almost just to sell. Damn it, phones! Leave me the fuck alone! <laughs> All right. There is no fucking drummer better than Neil Perk. I just threw myself in. It ain't easy being cheesy. All right. I just threw myself in a costume. So now it's bother me. Um. Now I think it's broken. bullshit that I don't know. This this is something as simple as a game mode and. Considering it's online only, so you can only play with other people who bought it. I don't know. As I, I don't. I, I need to go. I need. Oh god. <laughs> Pete, what's your opinion on this? I was gonna say that. Um, like, I understand that if if putting this into the game would have delayed the game, then yeah, okay, fine. Because people get all you know their panties in a bunch when a game is delayed. So it's understandable, like if they did it that way, but. Uh, the whole charging for it thing is kind of shady, um, and 
I mean, it's it's a matter of okay, fine. Don't put it in if it's gonna delay the game, and if you are, uh, I don't know. I hear that too. Unless it's just slunks on the phone. Um, yeah. Uh, so if you if you have like it, it, okay, it's, it's ah, I can't. I totally lost my momentum, but uh, <laughs> I lost my phone. I can't find it. So. <laughs> It's like it's gotten to the point now where it's like don't buy this expecting to just jump on and find around people to play with. Only buy it if you have a group of friends that are ready to purchase it with you. Right. Um, to play it with because like they completely it was a stupid idea because it's like how are they expecting to build any kind of player base when they are charging charging you five, know yeah five bucks for it. But uh, yeah, I like I was saying. I mean, I understand if they had to do it to stop the game from being delayed. I I actually like in in working with projects and stuff like that. Um. Like I, I I think I made the point last time that like yes they have the right to do it and if you don't like it then don't buy it because like who really plays multiplayer in Resident Evil anyways and like in, in this, with this type of control scheme like how does that really work who cares but at the same time like on principle that's kind of shitty right because it's like this is a mode uh it's you know it probably could have stood to be in there it's something that all these other games kind of have just by default and so why not put it in there. But uh, the more I thought about that, like, just working on a project that I, like, for example, where I work, okay, um, we set a scope for our project. It does this, it does A, B, C, D, and E, okay? This is what we agreed on with the client. This is what they wanted to do, this is what we're going to make it do, and that's that. Uh, and I know there's going to be an objection to that, I'll get to that in a second. Um, objection! But Objection! <laughs> but when things start to creep out of scope and they say, oh, you know what? We wanted this too. Could you put that in there? And then we have another meeting. We sign another contract. We do all this crap. We spec out the requirements for that the added scope, and then we have to increase the deadlines, or we have to increase the people that we work that, that are working on the project to make up for that, or we have to do both, and that costs money. And we and at the end of the day, we re- renegotiate the contract, saying, "Okay, you want this in your scope? You pay for it." The difference is, is that the people at Capcom. We're their clients, but they don't consult with us. They make it, and they give it to us. So there's no real, like, we didn't sit there and say, we want you to put in multiplayer, and they say, okay, we will. They just said, we're going to give you this package, and this is what it is. And go, oh, guess what? We're going to make you pay extra for something that we didn't put in, but we're going to put in. So it's a different situation. The only reason why I brought up my work experience is simply because um, the person who kind of defended Capcom in the last story when they were talking about whether or not it was right to charge for the download said Mm -hmm. this was a part of the game that was not in scope at the outset and so it required extra effort. And I can understand that. I really can understand that. But it it becomes like where do you draw the line between something that you decided to add in the middle of the game, (coughs) Vex, uh, and and something that like, you know what? The game's almost done, but people are going to want this. Let's make it. Like we don't know what happened behind the scenes and all we have to go on is their word. So if we're going to trust them, then while I don't really think that f- charging extra money is cool, I can understand. But right. if they're lying through their teeth, then of course not. If they if they were just working on it and then they didn't get it out in time, you don't charge for that. Well, but we, we will even, never know. We I will wish, never know. I wish they'd just was... come out and say, I mean, is it Microsoft charging or is it Capcom? Because Microsoft does question. not allow stuff to fly uh, for free. To, yeah, using that's another good and, question. And, and so servers we'll, and stuff. We'll, we'll see. But, uh, I I know it'll never come to this, but it'll be a sad day when we have to download our single player mode for our, our game that we just bought. Yeah, though I though there also will be the day uh, in in that similar vein where all we buy are pieces, and those pieces are uh, uh, well reasonably priced enough such that if we don't want something, we get to save money. So I don't yeah. know, but hopefully changes. <laughs> um, moving on to uh, somebody, give me a good segue for this. 
All right. Oh, already failed. Um, Capcom made Street Fighter, which is when Will Wright existed, and he created this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrific! Goodness. You can always Just use terrific. lifespan to segue into anything. Lifespan. I've learned. Yes, uh, Will Wright is leaving EA, and he's going to run this thing called the Stupid Fun Club. I swear to God, this was the late April Fool's, fool's joke, but it was not. God. Nope. The renowned simulation game designer's next gig is to run the Stupid Fun Club on a full-time basis. That's Ber- that's the Berkeley quote entertainment think tank end quote. That Wright founded several years, co-founded several years ago, originally to build and test new ideas in robotics, but which is now described as developing new intellectual properties to be deployed across multiple fronts, including video game, movies, television, the internet, and toys. As part of the arrangement, Electronic Arts will purchase in whoa will purchase an equal part of Stupid Fun Club, making EA and Wright the primary shareholders. EA will have right of first refusal to any video game projects that come out of Stupid Fun Club. Ooh, and I guess the reason why he let them do that is because like. Like, usually when you leave a company like this, I'm assuming there's, like, a no-competition clause that you sign. Right. So in, pla- in place of a no-competition clause, they said, all right, we'll let you leave, and we'll let you start to work immediately for this thing. But since you're leaving us a huge gap, we get to own some of it. And he said, okay. <laughs> Probably, like, the only way. So. Uh, but, yes, uh, will anybody – and I don't – when I say this, I don't mean this in a derogatory or cynical way. But will anybody miss him from EA? I'm asking you guys, like your. Will anybody from EA miss him? You got no, no. Will, will anybody? Will any of you guys miss him being at EA? Sorry, let me. That's how we were phrasing. As um, long as he's still making games, I don't care. I, I I'd say if he makes a game that I actually purchase, um, more power <laughs> to him. Well, it it sounds well. Well, let me clarify because from this it sounds like he's not just going to make games at this place, but he's developing. You know, he's developing, ideas. he's developing ideas, and that someone else will actually make the game. That's true. And, That's like, kind of what he's been it. doing at EA for a while now, though. Right, but doesn't he still have a lot of you know say over how something should should evolve? As opposed actually, to saying, it seems like he doesn't since he didn't since Spore didn't end up the way he wanted it. Well, things rarely end up the way they want it. If the, if you're Will Wright or Peter Molyneux, they rarely end up the way you want it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I know. I'm saying like so, like it it's not really going to make a difference in the like. Stretch of things or whatever, because but I still, but I still thought he had influence, like not not sitting there and coding, but like you know in his, in design meetings, he's like this is the philosophy that we need to follow, versus like all right, well let's come up with this cute animal character, all right, make a game, bye, you know that's what it that's what it sounds like, and that's why I I, I think this could use a little bit of clarification, you know okay. what I mean? Like there's a, there, well, like you know here's this thing, make it versus here's this thing, I want this direction for it. And come to me in a week, and let's see, and we'll tweak it, and blah 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 blah, and then you know whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about the stupid fun club, but it sounds to me like now, like if he decides to do something that ends up becoming a video game, he has more influence over it because it's like, sure. like EA can just has like that first right of refusal where they can say, okay, no, we don't want to make this game, but it's basically like they can't say, okay, we're gonna make this game, and now we're gonna completely change it around on you. Mm. Right, right, right. Uh. I, for one, the only game of his that I've enjoyed, and this is not a knock on him, it's just my 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 preferences, was probably SimCity 3000. Yay. And I wasn't even that good at it. So, like, like Spore, eh, The Sims, oh, God, no. Ugh. Oh, uh, I love The Sims. <laughs> oh, God. Shoot me now. But, like, he he wasn't behind Sim Tower, was he, Al? That was a Japanese no, game, right? that was, um, Yutsaito. Yutsaito, oh, right, Seaman. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh... While he's leaving EA, Xbox Live downloadable content is arriving at... Uh, oh, good. I can close this creepy picture of Will Wright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yes. This is really interesting. Amazon just launched an Xbox Live storefront, and it's like, why? Like, Xbox Live is Xbox Live. How can I buy shit through Amazon? But apparently what this is going to do is um, they're going to sell you codes to add points and unlock keys for certain games through email. Ooh, question. Answer. Can you gift people stuff through this? Because you can't gift directly on Xbox Live, right? I was going to mention that. If they're just selling you, you the be able code, to. Yes. Oh, right uh, there. It says, on top of all that, the points and games purchased from Amazon's yes. Xbox Live store can be can gifted, gifted to, to other, other players. players. Yeah, yeah. It even um, says that in italics. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is interesting. Like, I, at first you look at it and you're like, what the fuck? This makes no sense. Because, like, how can you download it from Amazon? But then it's like, then it's like, wait, wait, well, wait a second. Like, do um, they just give you the code? Yeah, it just emails you the code. I've got the code. But, like, what I think is that, um, the pricing is in dollars. That's the one thing. The other thing is that because it's outside, I don't know how much control Microsoft has over this, but because it's not directly on their system, Amazon is free to do certain things to bundle deals together. It actually says it here. Um, the potential that this could open up the door for Amazon exclusive deals. So there you go. You get deals. Uh, you don't have to worry about the points. Like you could, you could have a sale on an Xbox Live Arcade game for, through Amazon. Like kind of sick to have to pay attention. Attention. Attention to. Uh, <laughs> pay attention to now Xbox Live deals and now Amazon's also. Yeah. But then, now, like, you know, the dollars is, is, is more intuitive than the points. Um, but it's, it's, the, the dollar value thing. is exactly the same amount as the points, right? Right. But yeah, it is. But, like, at least, you know, for customers who hate doing the conversion, right. they, they don't have to do the conversion. And, like, if they felt like, you know, slashing $2 off the price, it, that's easily. Well,. I guess that's the same thing as just doing a conversion. But right. yeah, I mean they 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 they're, they're easily controlled on this front and like I don't know, it it's, it doesn't make sense at first, but there are possibilities there which are kind of interesting. You know, also be a couple of good things about this. Um one like I mentioned about gifting things and and make it easy for right. uh certain podcasts <laughs> to give away prizes. Yeah. Um, um, and um, uh also um. this could this could open the door for like I mean well maybe theoretically it could open the door for just developers to sell their Xbox Live games independently like through their own like like instead of paying directly through Microsoft service maybe like you could pay through publishers like just buy the code directly yeah. from publishers or something like that I mean I, I guess it doesn't matter happen. yeah I, I would hope for that but we'll finish your thought first well I was gonna say I guess it won't matter because it's not like you date you like when you okay. <laughs> When you buy points, when you buy points through Microsoft's, like through the Xbox 360, you're giving uh, Microsoft a cut of that value that you're then going to spend on the game, right? Whereas if you buy it through Amazon, or if a publisher were to develop, like sell the code themselves, would Xbox still get a cut of that? I think the problem is it's that, all a matter of you know wanting to be able to support yeah. the publishers and developers more. Is what I'm trying to say. The other thing, though, is that um, micro if if the if the developer wanted to circumvent Xbox Live, Microsoft wouldn't even let them wouldn't even permit them to use their development kits to make the game in the first place if they wanted to restrict them. So there would be no way for that. And I think that might have been what Al was referring to when he said, "Hey, he doesn't think that's going to happen." Actually, like, I was going to refer to the fact that you wouldn't be able to get a code for the game because the codes come from Microsoft. Ah. So right. I th what I think is going on is that Amazon buys a whole bunch of content at bulk or they give Microsoft a whole bunch of money for access to codes. Mm. And then they, in turn, right. will sell games. And 
when they sell a game, they'll they'll take a code assign it to a right. game. They have a certain number of codes for the amount of money that they put toward you know the service. So if they start, you know, if, if this really takes off, then you have to buy more codes. That's the way I think of it. <clears throat> um, either either that or I feel like um. I feel like what with, with these types because then you've got Steam and all it is is code. It's not it's not product. It's 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 digital. And right. so maybe maybe the, I don't know the way the agreements work. If anybody knows, please let us know. But I feel like think digital digital deals like for for digital e-tailers, oh, uh-huh. e-tailer. Um, it's more kind of like a subscription type of thing where it's a it's a percentage cut or a monthly thing. Where the the retailer gives back or 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 pays or something like that, you know what I mean. So, but in any case, like in in this Xbox Live versus Amazon thing, like you know, like we were saying before. For, so so there's that. There's the codes thing that the, the codes come directly from Microsoft, and then like the right to make the game on their platform also comes from Microsoft. So if they do something that Microsoft doesn't like, Bill Gates, uh, Steve Ballmer could be like, you know what, fuck you on top of my bald head. I'm not letting you have this. So <laughs> so I don't know, but I, that would be nice. That's why the why that's why the PC exists and yes PC mm, perfect gaming platform. Sorry, I'll stop now. Any other uh, things before we move on? Mm-mm. Yeah, last boss yeah. of Contra made it onto the twenty five most fast boss fights of all time. And so did Seven Force, which is awesome. Uh, okay, so moving on from e retailer to retailer. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Segway. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Now. High this five. may this may, high five. This may be a a, a soft uh, a sensitive point for one of our friends on this podcast right now, but GameStop sells played games as news sources say, and practice could be illegal. Uh, this is from Brian Crescente. I don't know Kotaku. what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. As a former GameStop employee, I think I'm allowed to talk about it. Uh, yes. Okay. So it. then, so then we're free for one person to talk about. Um, so yes. Uh, basically, like, not only does GameStop, 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 <laughs> I love that guy. Not, only, not, only does, not only does GameStop gut games, which means that they take the game out of the case to put on the shelves as display cases, and then, um, the game sits in a sleeve, and when you buy the last copy, they put that game back into the case and they give it to you without the, without the plastic wrapping, but they also let, uh, employees take home the games for a couple of days just to play, and I don't think that's been a secret. That that's pre- that I think that's pretty well known. Like employees could like you know borrow the game for a little bit and then play it as yeah, long as bring it back within a few days. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, that says used because the fact is the matter is the game has been used, the product has been used, so it's used. the The fact that their status as gutted copies um, dictates them as gutted and not used, though. Like I think they've been still able to sell them as new, and now that they're now they're saying that there could be legal ramifications for this. Um, Let's let me see. Ba, 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 ba. Could fall under the scrutiny of the Federal Trade Commission. GameSpot officials declined to comment. We do not comment on corporate policies that are are competitive in nature. Huh. As your questions relate to the company training operations and discounting practices, I would not be able to provide feedback. Uh, which to me says like we just don't want to say anything, and so we're going to use a loophole of comp- comp- competition to honestly. I'm sorry, but like. Letting an employee take home a game does not speak to the retail competitive competitive nature. I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. But, um, and Sonic, if you don't feel comfortable talking about this, that's fine. No, I certainly do. Um, I just want to talk with Pete. Um, how did you guys rent games? Uh, you guys just pulled from the use? Um, did you well, ever take advantage of it? Or I never was able to. For the little limited time that I worked there, um, they actually had stopped the checkout policy. 
Right. Um, I know it's reinstated now, but uh, like, oh, were you a did you were you a seasonal by chance? No. Okay. No, I was a full time hire, but I just didn't want to work for the company anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can understand that. I think the game stop and play again. So yeah, go on. Sorry. But yeah, I mean, I know about because like, I have many friends that work in the store and stuff, and I know about the policy and stuff, and they would definitely take out the. Uh, I mean, even when the policy was stopped, the the manager would still do it. Uh, right. But uh, he would definitely just take new games, play them, and then still sell them for new. Uh, oh wow! And uh, I'm, as far as I know, like that was the like that was the policy for any of the employees before they stopped it for a little bit, little little t- little time that I was there. They stopped it just because of me. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, that's definitely shady. But I kind of, like, since they have the policy where it's like, um, you know, you can return something, uh, the only thing is I've never come across it, and I didn't, when when I was working there, and even as a customer, I never come across what what happens if they sell you a gut, like, if, like when I was working there, if I sold a gut right. or something that was considered new, but, you know, then someone tried to return it, and it was open because we sold them a gut. Like, right. now, how um, does that work? It's, you're supposed to, there's a... At least at our store, we, we put a seal on the side, um, which they have to remove to be able to open the game. So it's not still, it's not shrink wrapped or anything, but yeah, it's still be sealed. So if they needed to prove that they didn't open the game to return it, you know, that seal is still oh, there. Oh, the um, store I was at didn't do that. Yeah, it still I'm, doesn't I'm do that. I'm just going to go out of my way right now just to say, I, I think I work at one of the best game stops in the world or something. Not sales <laughs> okay. lines or anything. World. But, but, like, we only, rent, we only take advantage of these games. That's it. We don't we don't pull shit like that at all. It's it's bad business practices. It's bad moral and ethics. It's 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 all around bad. <laughs> um, yeah. And this is and this is the reason why I I I really hate working for this corporate um, entity. Yeah, <laughs> I really do, and I I don't agree. Do with you know what the I don't know if you can answer, but do you know what the actual corporate corporate's policy is on that? Is it supposed to be used games or? Do they just say, you know, take out a game they don't define used or new? Um, I'm not sure. And I think that's the problem, is that I think the policy has this little gap in it that it doesn't quite define uh, new or used. It doesn't separate them. So if the game isn't there used, then people are allowed to rent it. Uh, if you regard the rules of the policy, they're probably allowed to rent it from new. But when it's returned, it should be self-used, regardless. Um, yeah. It's 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 hard for me to really talk about this because I've actually in my like year and a half I've worked there I've only ever rented one game. I'm not I'm not really a I don't I don't really have a purpose to be renting games all the time unless I was doing reviews. But um, right, I, I haven't been doing that at all. Um, the only time I ever rented a game was in Under Fire, which was a play with Jimbo, and that was a terrible game. So I, <laughs> I'm glad I rented that and um. It's hard to remember what exactly happened to it, but I know I know it's a used copy. I'm positive yeah. about that. I mean, my personal feelings on it is that like I don't mind that the company does it as long as it is used games because I'm I'm definitely of the fact that if I'm buying a new game, I want it to be new, and yeah. I hate having to buy guts. I mean, I know you reserve the right to say, okay, I'm not going to buy this because it's not sealed. Right. Um, but sometimes I just want the game, and I've bought a lot of guts because I just want the game, and I don't feel like having to take the time out Definitely of my a hassle. Right. Yeah. Which... Um, but I mean. I was just going to say that the GameStop that I 
use and worked at and stuff is a pretty bad GameStop, GameStop because I've seen employees like pull like if they they'll like like my one of the guys I know has a DS. He'll pull DS guts out, start playing them in his DS when there's nobody else in the store, and then oh, you know wow. when customers come in, he'll pull it back, pull it back out of his DS and just put it back in the sleeve. Right. So that's like, I mean, it's not exactly the best <laughs> GameStop, and I know there's no way for corporate to really like police all that kind of stuff. Unless you tell. Um, then, then they should just not gut. I, I'm like, the, I really that's I really don't like the gut system. I think that is dumb. Well, I he, yeah, I mean, it's the problem is that there's no access to dis, uh the display cases or anything. So the only way that we can display a game and, and prove that we have it in stock and you know throw it out there on the shelf. Is to gut the first copy. Uh, sometimes if it's a new release, you know, if we have, if we want to line up four, then we have to gut four copies. Publishers should provide, and, and maybe this is a publisher's fault, but they need to provide yeah. a display box. Then I mean, I right. here here's the thing, like with the with the whole gutting thing is, and I'm you know a lot of people kind of on you know who rant on internet forums, they you know they they harp and yell about customer rights without even knowing why gutting is bad. They just say it's not new because it's opened, and I I I, I have the right to. Uh, yeah, right. But there is like, as however minuscule it is, like you once you take off that plastic and you open that box, that disc is exposed to whatever elements are out there. Regardless of if it goes straight into the sleeves, who knows? What if you drop it? What if it gets nicked just a little bit? What if what if something happens to it? Or what if there's you know you never know what can happen once you remove the disc from its. The reason why the case is wrapped is because it's it's just the same way that you wouldn't go into a cafeteria. And take a bottle of milk that was open but undrank, untouched at all, because you don't know what happened. Yeah. For example, I mean, I had an instance where it was. I think I sold a new copy of Street Fighter Four. It was around its release time, and um, I guess somehow the disc got scratched. It was new, and when I was putting it, it was it was my last copy, so it was a gut. When I was putting it in the case. I noticed it. I went straight to my manager and I went, "How could this be scratched? This is a new game." And we sold it to the person at used price. Okay, okay, so that, at least. Yeah. I mean, see, there was the no question is... that. I mean, but the, here's the thing is that there are GameStop employees. I mean, it's such a demanding job um, for managers and store managers because they are constantly pushed by their district managers. To yeah, I heard, the yeah. Corporate, I heard the corporate. So I heard rough. corporate's really, really, really pushy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's like, if you don't, I mean, uh, I, I just, I last time I worked, I was giving... Um, a friend and coworker, pretty much all my subscriptions because and reserves because um, they missed out. We get fired like, otherwise. Yeah, they were like, um, I mean, they had a bad couple of weeks where they just weren't getting any subscriptions. I mean, it just happens sometimes. It's just the customers that you get don't, you know, fucking care for it, and that's it. Right. And it's it, it this is why I left out. the company. Right. It went on for two weeks, and if if she didn't get a. Uh, a subscription that day, she would she would have gotten written up. Wow, fuck. Yeah, and so I I uh, was selling a couple of used games, and I was like, "Do you have an X-Card? Oh, my expired. I was like, "Oh, you want to renew? You're actually only be paying you know, four bucks for it. You might as well." Sure. Oh, uh, let me suspend this and let this other person take care of you then, because yeah. my carpet's a dick. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, it just for yeah. the record, I don't like the magazine. Yeah. Let's just let us renew our card, and I'll pay. I'll pay like three bucks or five bucks just to renew the card. I don't want the fucking magazine. This is the, the, the thing. I trees. like the card. I just don't want the damn yeah, magazine. Agreed. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is that yeah? I mean, that's the only that way magazine to get the card. put Ziff Davis out of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That magazine put GMR out of business, which went back to One Up, and then One Up got got. So, okay, I'm I'm so, I'm sorry. I Go wanted ahead. to say that I think the. I mean, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but if the store is going to open copies, you know, for guests for display, they should just eat the cost of that copy and sell it for used. Mm. But then I would think to myself, but then you know, what? Like, why aren't they doing it? Because they make more profit on used. So why wouldn't they? What is there a reason why they wouldn't do that? Well, they're they're paying the publisher for the game, and if they sell it used, I think it's they don't make any yeah. money. Because they're not making they're not making more profit on way, used Pete? on a used product. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was saying I was saying they're not making money on the used product. They're making money on the concept of used games and how they manage that cycle. So just because they got a copy and then sell it for used doesn't mean they're making more money off right. of that copy. Just to put it in an easier term, uh because nobody's bought that copy yet. Right, right, right. right. Oh. oh yeah, true. Makes yeah. sense. Well then they should just eat the cost of the copy if they're gonna open it. But yeah, they should, but then it's, A logarithm. Yeah, and then <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And then it's and then it's just I mean, and then it's just back to the whole. It's it really, it's just a circle. And then it's back to the whole store manager being pushed, and he, you know, wants to maintain his apartment or whatever. And you know, he 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 doesn't really care for it because he'd rather he's just have doing a his job. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just how it is, and it's it's sleazy, and that's why GameStop have has a bad rep, and rightfully so. And you know, I I swear, I just wish every GameStop was as as, as friendly as mine because you know. You walk in the door. We don't shove shit down your throat and say pre-order this. <laughs> you want, or that. want a magazine with a subscription? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's well, it, ask you know, her or whatever, but only when it's appropriate. Like I said, I mean, I only asked that woman because she would have been paying four bucks for it instead of fifteen. So I mean, I mean, it would have been probably how did wrong that happen? I didn't. Um, I mean, uh, she was buying used games, so oh, and so it counted towards the right. Yeah, it would apply right away. See, I and it's hard to hate GameStop when, like the like you said, like the local store is actually a, a good store. Like the one that I go to, the ones that I go to aren't necessarily well run, but some of the people there are like way cool. Right. Yeah. And I it's mean, hard to it's hard to hate that because it's like, like the ones that aren't cool definitely fit the stereotype, and I've encountered those. Mm -hmm. Like there's this one kid that there, like this tall lanky kid that was like so condescending and so like you know whenever people buy, he just give you this blank Elitist. stare when he's taking your stuff. Like yeah, he uh, just like. Yeah, I mean, the, we have two GameStops in the mall, because um, I was formerly of, of EB Games, which is the cool side, um, which is probably why our store is so cool, but because uh, <laughs> most of them are original EB employees. Um, but the GameStop down the hall, yeah, I mean, great people, I'm all friends with them and stuff, and it's, it's great, you know, we hang out all the time, but it's not really that well of a run store because, you know, it's pushed under GameStop and stuff, so yeah, no, I understand. Uh, from where coming from, and I mean, I just hate that. I hate the term GameStop elitist because it's so true. It's there's so many GameStop elitists out there, as in the employee that walks in. And when you walk in, it's like you don't know shit about games. I do because I have a job. Right. It's like well, no. there's this. <laughs> yeah. There's know. this guy there, like there, there there are a couple of guys there who are just really cool. And this is one guy. Before we move on, um, I think I mentioned him before, but anytime he would ask me. Like if I would like to pre-order such and such and such, he had this look in his face. Uh, he had this look in his face, like I hate having to ask you this, but I'm gonna get canned if I do. So I'm just <laughs> gonna go through the motions. All right. Um, but uh, let's uh suck phony. Suck phony. Let's uh let's go on to our last thing. I don't know if we have enough time to actually fully d d discuss this, but um, uh, Al, do you wanna do you wanna give some insight into this whole Time Warner cable uh, bandwidth cap thing? Sure. Sure. Um, Time Warner is going to, uh, I guess, experiment 
with doing uh, bandwidth caps on <sighs> internet service for home users. Um, there's actually they ha- <clears throat> excuse me they had a proposed plan which was going to start in Greensboro, North Carolina, Austin and San Antonio, Texas, and Rochester, That's New me. York. Um, that plan was going to basically break down like this. Uh, you can have a 5 gig cap for uh, $29.99 a month, 10 gigs for 40, 20 gigs for 50, 40 gigs for 55, and 100 gigs, they didn't have any information on that. And then Too basically... If you went over that amount, you would have to pay uh, an overage fee, which may be like a dollar a gig. Well, in this oh. original plan, it was a dollar a gig. Now, this, I believe, was based on like a 10 and 1, you know, 10 down, 1 up type of thing, 10 megs. And then the person who did the article here on uh, gamerswithjobs.com, she was describing basically a typical weekend between her and her husband and what they download and, they, you know, have a movie night where they download stuff off of Netflix. Um, they download games. They, they play games online and whatnot. And she ended up by saying, basically, um, the movie nights are 32 gigs with, like, you know, she had downloaded, the, well, her husband downloaded The Witcher and Handsome Edition, which was 30, 13 gigs. Yeah, the movie night is 32 Jesus. gigs because it's, um, a movie is about 8 gigs a piece. Right. So they'll watch, like, Four movies on Friday Shit. night. Yeah. Uh, says math. Then it <laughs> says math. Um, yeah, and then there were some other downloads. So basically, in one month, they downloaded 52.75 gigs on their various gaming devices. And if they were on 40 gig a month, they'd be paying about $67 a month. And currently, they pay $39.99. And that's, you know, the $40, uh, the 40 gigs is $55 a month. So um, apparently, there's some number issue. I'm not going there. Somebody edited it. Somebody sent in a comment saying that the number is wrong. Anyhow, uh, it turns out to be, you know, probably a good bit more money. So people were complaining about this, I suppose, because um, they revised it the next day. And they mm-hmm. were saying that um, some recent press reports about our four consumption-based billing trials planned for later this year were premature and did not tell the full story. So apparently this is the full story. Um, they are it's called backpedaling. They're going to uh, introduce a new plan for light internet users, quote unquote, which is one gig a month and then seventy sixty eight k. So basically, it's it's DSL, uh-huh. and that's fifteen dollars a month, which I don't think is bad because for DSL you could easily pay fifty dollars for seven sixty eight one twenty eight, uh-huh. and overage charges are two dollars per gig per month. And their usage data shows that about thirty percent of their customers use less than a gig a month. So technically, they'd be losing money on 30% of their customers because they actually charge on their standard service like $50 a month. Mm-hmm. So then they're increasing the bandwidth tier sizes on their existing packages in the trial markets to 10, 20, 40, and 60 gigs. So it's light, standard, basic, and turbo, not in that order. Um, the prices are remain the same, which means that, I guess, in these markets, they already have prices for these, and overage charges are 1 gig a month. So I'm thinking that it's based on like, you know, 30, 40, 55, and probably whatever. Um, overage charges are capped at $75 a month. And this is for, I think it's every. Oh, I see. Okay. But there's a um, 100 gig package for $75 a month, which is 10-1, which still sucks compared to some other cable provider, <laughs> cable vision. 
because uh, Cablevision <laughs> already does 15-2 at this standard, and it's unlimited. And then they have uh, Boost, which is uh, 30 and 5. I thought you said booze. <laughs> booze. Uh, so basically, you can pay $150 a month, have a 200, basically 100, sorry. Two, 150 a month One, and have unlimited usage. Right. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, um, and then once they implement it, <clears throat> they're, they're going to just do some plans, whatever. <laughs> sorry. And they're also uh, not going to do it in uh, Texas until they do their full test in Rochester and North Carolina. Now, here's a th- here here's a thing that I think is important for people to know. Um, if you go back to the gamers with jobs article, mm-hmm. there's there there's a there's a section of the article that says um, justifying the cap, and like some people just you know are outraged at bandwidth caps, but they don't know why it's so expensive, or they don't know why it shouldn't be so expensive. Like they're ignorant to it, and and sometimes they get sold, they get marketed to like, oh, this is necessary, but. Um, it's on gamerswithjobs.com slash node, N-O-D-E, slash 44497. Just look for, just look for, I guess just Google Time Warner, Cable, Gamers with Jobs, and if this article comes up, that's what it is, but um, she says, like... This is like, important stuff. They'll be finding it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, this specific one, like, I don't know if everyone's going to touch upon, like, how, how um, like, technically simple it is to actually upgrade a, a system without having to charge your customers exorbitant amounts of money. Which yeah. basically just amounts to you're being marketed to, and that's that's that. So don't be ignorant about it. Like understand that, like you don't, you shouldn't have to pay that much money. And so, like question, question what they're saying. She says that um, Japan's largest cable company, quote end quote, managed to install the world's fastest consumer broadband service, 160 meg. I'm going to assume it's megabits, but there's a big B, so it looks like megabytes per second. 160, even if it's megabits, that's fast. Mm-hmm. 160 megabits per second for less than a hundred dollars per home. Compare that to Verizon, which must spend an average of fifteen thousand per home to 100. wire neighborhoods for its files. Fifteen hundred? Huh? Didn't I say fifteen hundred? Did I say fifteen thousand? You said fifteen thousand. Fifteen hundred per home 15. to wire neighborhoods for its files network. Um, so on that one, price alone, maintaining a cable network beats the alternative every time. So I don't know. I mean, it could. Maybe the Japanese really are just smaller and efficient. Well, they, by comparison, the Japanese. Well, Japan as a country is entirely smaller. No, 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 no. This is a per home price. It's a per home price. What do you mean? Oh, she yeah. Said, the the 160 gigs, but I, I'm just referring to Japan as a whole and their ability to provide a network no, of no, this no, 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 a hundred dollars. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Let, let me read that again. Because I don't think you heard that. I think maybe I I, I crapped out there. But I'm gonna read it again. Managed to install the world world's fastest consumer broadband broadband service for less than a hundred dollars per home. Right. They pay a hundred dollars per home to maintain and install the service. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not on a, a total basis. It's it's a, it's on a per it's on a ratio basis. So right, technically, like we could definitely improve on that fifteen hundred per home, regardless of whether or not America's larger or not. Like there's still there still can be improvements to be made because we're talking about on a you know on a on a unit basis. Well, right, I understand that, but what I I was describing something slightly different. And in addition, Fios is... Oh, okay. Was, um, okay. I thought you were talking about that. Yeah. Fios is fiber directly to the home, and that's why it costs so much more. And the, the, the whole comparison was they're saying that cable beats fiber optic because it's cheaper. Oh, okay. But in terms of the ability for, say, Japan to have something as fast as 160 megs per second and paying you know this amount of money per home to provide this service to us, and then... We have, you know, in America, we don't have speeds that compare to that. 
And I think that that's more along the lines of the size. Uh, but aside from right. that, I was also going to mention, they talk about here, why is Time Warner reluctant to upgrade their service to provide us faster speeds? And right. they said they don't really have a reason to because uh, there's no competition. Right. And, for example, in Rochester, part of the reason why they're doing the test in Rochester, according to this article, is that they're the only game in town. So if people don't like it, they just go without internet service. And her main main point was like, like they're they're saying that they're charging you for these things because upgrading is so expensive when it's really not. Right. Her main point by illustrating that you know it's not really that expensive to upgrade cable. Mm -hmm. Uh, But were you saying, Pete? I was gonna say the whole like no competition thing. That's like also you know if they don't like it, they have to go with no internet service. Like, how can this be a test case if there's no way to like? The, the people have to accept it because who's not gonna who's gonna give up their internet service if they need you know I, I don't manipulation yeah it's yep. it's not a test case it's just like oh look we worked because everybody kept their internet it's like yeah, yeah. that's it, fucked it's, up it's a classic case of it's a classic case of spitting out statistics just because they're stats and they have no they have no kind of um like litmus test there's three kind of liars in the world oh, shit I forgot liars the ones that damn liars, liars. And women? <laughs> Wait. Ouch! What? Ooh, burn. Okay, someone, someone, someone had a, a bad morning this morning, but... Um, <laughs> no, I think, I'm just I kidding. I think we're running out of time because Al has to skedaddle by yeah. two. Uh, any last remarks before we pimp things and close it out? I hope this doesn't work out. <laughs> I hope uh, Roadrunner gets that toe fix. He has a toe <laughs> out of his leg. It's Isn't that real me, for... what? What is he? Me, is he me. ostrich? What is he? He's a roadrunner. He's a roadrunner. A roadrunner is it an actual it, animal? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like that, though. It does not look like that, though. It does look like I see him all the time. Yeah, so do I. In my dream. Yeah, when you wake up. Liar. Wait, no, no, no. Damn liar. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Statistic. Woman. Oh. Oh, oh. Okay, I went to Roadrunner, and it brought up Geococcyx. Geococcyx. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, right. but there you go. Here's the... uh. Here's your geococcyx. Um Al, last remarks about anything? About anything and anything? Geococcyx? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you can find uh, the Italian Junior somewhere on, on Books of Faces. Where 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 do we find you? Uh, Pete Vellucci, two L's, two C's, Junior, on uh, Facebook.com, and Twitter, if I ever use it again, <laughs> Twitter.com. Sorry, Pete. And Slunks goes to school somewhere, but he can also be found on the internet somewhere. <laughs> Giantbomb.com slash Actually, profiles. Actually, I don't know. And then uh, uh, Alfred plays instruments with his hair as strings because he's magical like that. And where do we see that? xlm2k.blogspot.com And uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about the presentation today, but I... Oh, shit, that's prob- right! Yeah, I'll probably do something on my blog about it since we are, we're running out of time. Yeah, I I meant to ask you about that. Sorry, I'm sorry. But um, no opportunity. There's that. Uh, listen to our trial bites, and and still nobody. As much as I'd like to thank Kelly me for her email, still nobody has a- answered the the call to make a pretentious word for video game. Bastards! dollars. Whoa! I don't know if I'm, you want to promise that. I'm okay. entering a contest. Canadian, you can't. I didn't say that. Um, a pretentious, a pretentious. The the my God. A pretentious <laughs> word to replace the word video game so that Supersonic 97 stop ha- can stop having to say video games. And it can't be interactive like, monologues because I made that up. Yeah, it can't be. No, I thought I made that up. No. No? No. 
you're you're a damn liar statistic. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, it can't be any of the ones that we mentioned on episode 126, or was it 125? I can't remember. 126. Uh, just listen to that, and be sure to come up with the stupid name, pretentious name for video game. I'm not going to say it again. Do it, or else you won't get the prize from Petey. Wait, Austin, what are they supposed to do? Um, I don't know. Al, what are they supposed to do? Damn it, I wanted you to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's it. So, for Slunk. Why is there a dog carved in my desk? Uh, Pete. Happy belated Easter, everybody! Oh, I'm a pagan. Al. Happy Lux Pain Armored Core for Answer, everybody. Wait, oh, do me again. Fucking pain. Uh, Slunk! Why is this dick taped on my back? Wow, <laughs> wow. This is Mr. Chupon and we're gone. Oh! What, what, what happened there? What was that? <laughs> Do you guys ever have one of those memories that just, like, smacks you in the face? Like, you're not even expecting it. It's just like, bam! Ah! Yes. And makes you go, oh! Yeah. yeah. Ah! Ah! Why is this dick taped on my back? <laughs>